Drop it. F U T. F U T. F F F U T. F U T. Hello, footies, and welcome along to your one and only daily FIFA podcast. We are Foot in Review. We are your one-stop shop for all of the daily news on the foot scene, including bringing you tactical advice and tips. Thanks to our friends, our main friend, John over at footcoaching.com, and also bringing you reviews on players through ourselves and you. This is very much a show by fans, for fans, and lots of other goodies. My name is Dan Wimbush, otherwise known as Wimby, and joining me for tonight's odyssey through the world of foot is the King of the North. It's Ingvi. Hello, ho, 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 ho. Very festive there, Ingvi. Yeah, starting Christmas early. Well, we are but 10 months away. (laughs) And joining us on tonight's show, he is the teddy bear. He is Grandpapa Mac. It's Chris. Chris, welcome along. Hey, guys. So, yeah, I will be the Grinch today then, since I (laughs) feel weekend league rewards. Aww. By humbug, as they say. You must have been on the naughty list. Oh, definitely. Definitely. He has heard the podcast. Hopefully we can uh, console one another on tonight's show. So we've got lots uh, more to talk about than usual on a Thursday because uh, the guys yesterday, Ingvi included, you got a little bit carried away. Yeah. We did talk about full Juventus teams and whatnot. Uh, and uh, <laughs> and, uh, and did you want to enlighten us on what, what you forgot to talk about, Ingvi? Uh, there was a certain team of the week released, so I was like kind of ready and then John started talking about the Juventus stuff and I totally blacked out <laughs> so, so for the record this is john's fault no nah, i might as well i should have just uh cut in no, and say, come on throw him under the bus i can't do that there you <laughs> go but loyal, loyal to the end but yes we will talk about team of the week 20 which has some very expensive and interesting cards but before we get to all of that ingvi run us through today's content what have we had uh, yes, we got the daily Future Star Challenge, uh, which cost around 7 8k to do, and it's an untradeable prime gold players pack, so I don't know if I'm going to talk more about that. I don't think that is worth it, but uh, okay. Night, move on. And we got the return of the mid-icon upgrade, uh, so that's a few people that's a little bit annoyed that they did the other one, uh, base mid, yesterday, and now this is out. But it's still the same 83 rated, 85 rated, 86 rated, and 86 rated squad. And costs around 575,000k at the moment to do that SPC. So, uh, yeah, the same requirement. Yeah, it's a bit of a gamble if you don't get uh, something really good. But, uh, of course, if you put in all untradeable, you're not going to gain anything by selling them. So, it's still a card you can use but uh, yeah uh, i'm not gonna do those not feeling the luck at the moment i'm tempted um i was very tempted the last time it came round uh because i've managed to collect quite a lot of fodder from this 81 plus uh, and some residuals left over from the uh, team of the year pack opening so i've got to that stage where i'm starting to get repeated picks um through non-tradable so i think i've had larice about four times it's Heartbreaking trying to put him into just another upgrade when there's literally nothing else to put him into. Yeah, you can do the Dembelic one. I don't know if you did that on Yeah, I mean, it's an 86-rated team, though, so you need quite a lot of those players. Yep. <laughs> uh, well, the mid-up, the mid-icon one is just uh, once. You, it's non, uh, non-repeatable and for six days still, so uh, you have some time. I would think a little bit and see what drops during the weekend because... Uh, there might be. We're gonna probably get tomorrow a future star French centre back type of SPC from uh, what I could see from the votes yesterday. So there might be something interesting there, and if we get some kind of flashback, that would be uh, cool as well. You never know if there's any. Chris, you tempted by this? No, no. That, it, it's, <laughs> that, to the that, point. That, yeah, I think you look at it and think, well, swaps is coming out, isn't it? You know, icon swaps is coming out, and then there'll be new icons. Maybe not on Friday, but it'll definitely will be new icons. And then, yeah. you know, we're almost halfway through February and Prime uh, prime Moments icons are coming. So I think that is a, 
a dead duck that one. That is somewhere that suck uh, your players out your club. I think I'd be keeping I'd be keeping my players close, moving better, going dupes just to keep it going around until such time as there's something that comes out that floats your boat. I think what needs to be a requirement is that you know when you get the opposition loading team and you see that they've got this base Eusebio base Pele. What they also need to show you is all of the dud icons that they've also packed, uh, just to make you feel a little less jealous. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> and, and Torres, they're looking at it now. Torres, John Barnes, Hierro have all got twenty-two hours to go. So I imagine there'll be something replacing them at, at six o'clock tomorrow. So yeah, keep your keep your players and your club just now under lock and key. The teddy bear has spoken. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, Ingvi, we've had uh, something that particularly tickled your fancy. A couple of kits. Ooh, yes. Really nice ones as well, from what I can see. Uh, just uh, a little bit of heads up. When you look at the kits, uh, or I think you can only see one on kit of, uh, of, of these two on the web app, it shows the last year type of uh, kit. Uh, they look completely different when you're on your console so uh, and they are really cool so uh, they are a must do at least for me because i really like them uh, the first one is the lunar new year uh, it doesn't have any price yet on footpin from what i can see but i'm guessing around three to five k to do it uh, requirements are not difficult either uh, the lunar new kit you need uh, one player from China, uh, minimum bronze, minimum two rare players, a minimum 30 overall rating. That was a little bit strange, uh, but I'm guessing 30 chemistry. I think that's a little bit of a bug on console at least. So uh, <laughs> I'm, I would say 30 chemistry, not 30 rating, which it says on console. But uh, yeah, I think, I think it'd be a challenge to get a 30 rating. Uh, Don't think you could do it. No, no, I think it's 45 or something. That's the lowest I've seen ever, I think. <laughs> so, But it has to be the chemistry thing. Uh, there you but, go. There's a pop quiz for everybody listening. Who is yeah. the lowest rate, rated player in FIFA 21? Uh, I will tell you the answer in a couple of minutes, but carry on, Ingby. Yes, and then we got the Korean New Year set, which uh, is a little bit bluer, which is also really nice. But there's two sections for this one uh yeah the pronunciation i am really sorry if this is wrong it says sebaya and then you get the korean new year tifo uh you need one player from the korea republic you need minimum three players from the same league minimum one rare uh minimum silver player quality and minimum 35 team chemistry uh, the next one is called Hanbok, I think. And then you get the Korean New Year Stadium theme. Uh, you need one player from the K-League, uh, maximum three players from one club, minimum two rare players, minimum silver player quality, and team chemistry, minimum 30. There you go. Yes. So and our fine, final offering of the day is, is our Thursday favourite. Oh, yes. It's the marquee matchup. Or mega pack matchups. You get a mega pack, just a mega pack, not the rare mega pack. It's mega pack. So that's very disappointing, at least in uh, my eyes, for doing four sections and you get a mega pack. At least it's tradable, which is nice, but it costs around uh, 35-40k to do the whole whole set. Uh, these are based on uh, a little bit of uh, different leagues, at least. Uh, first one is Porto versus Boavista. Uh, you get a Jumbo Gold Pack tradable, cost around 6k to do. Uh, minimum one player from Portugal, mi maximum five leagues, minimum one rare player, minimum 75 rated team, and 75 chemistry. So that's straightforward. And then we have Wolfsburg versus Mönchengladbach. Uh, you get a gold players pack. Uh, you need one player minimum from the Bundesliga, minimum three clubs, maximum three from the same league, minimum one rare player, minimum 77 rated team, and 75 team chemistry. 
And we got Inter versus Lazio. You get a small rare gold players pack. You need minimum one player from Inter or Lazio. Minimum five players from one club. Maximum five nationalities. Minimum two rare players. Uh, minimum 79 rated team and 80 team chemistry. Uh, these are all around 10k, these uh, SPCs. And well, you see the pack you get as well. <laughs> Not worth, worth much more. Uh, last one is uh, Real Madrid versus Valencia. It comes in at around 10, 11k as well. Uh, rare mixed players pack, the best one, I think, from this set. Uh, you need one player from Real Madrid or Valencia. Minimum two from La Liga Santander. Maximum three players from one club. Minimum two rare players. Minimum 80 rated team and 85 team chemistry. So uh, I am passing everything here. I think it's not worth it for me. Yeah, I think it's one of those that um, it's only if you took an abundance of fodder this morning on untradables. I think the other thing to note if you haven't got those players, is that because we've still got the 82 to 88 upgrade and the 81 plus player pick, fodder is very inflated compared to normal. You're talking sort of usually about a minimum 800 coins for a buy now on uh, just a base gold. So it might be a bit trickier than usual to complete this. What I would say is that those particular upgrades go in three days' time. So it might be just one of those that's worth hanging on. Maybe if you hang on till after you get squad battle rewards, if you play them, or even just sort of in the build-up to um, because you've got a week to do marquee matchup. So again, if you're struggling to actually get the cards together, I would just wait a little bit. Yeah, but the the, the packs are not anything special either, though. So I don't know if I would even bother looking at it at all. There's one one big pack. That's probably one from the Real Madrid one, or but the rest are not anything special at all. I think. Do you think they've dumbed it down? That you know, is this a deliberate move? I mean, the, the rewards don't seem to be as good as they have been in the past, and there used to be a, fa a fair bit of hype as well. When you know marquee matchups, you could actually, you know, for those guys that did a bit of trading, you could actually make a fair bit of money. You know, all days. Yeah. yeah, do you think they've just dumbed it down, and it's just like a. A habit now that they throw out on a Thursday. Yeah, it's it's not as uh, attractive as it used to be because you got good packs as well, and of course you could make loads of coins uh, trading uh, and predicting the marquee matchups, but not anymore mm -hmm. because the rewards are not as big as they used to be. So the hype is less, and people don't kind of care. I think to uh, try to do much. Uh, price fixing or anything with this uh, and, and i think this is one of the worst sets we've had uh if you look at being tradable uh, packs at least uh -huh. we've had some horrible untradable ones as well of course but uh these are all tradable but I'm, like mm, no they're not good at all it's like one pack that's decent and that's uh the rare electron players pack and the other ones i think is with just a few rare players in maybe one in two of them i think so, uh, yeah. Uh, yes. It, it, it feels lazy because I, I can remember there's been, you know, ones where I think one involved Wickham at one time. It just seems to be quite lazy now. The matchmaking itself always seems to be big five league. You know, you know, used to get Australia sometimes. I remember Australia came up. The goal, those gold players for Australia were like 10,000 coins. By now, if you get your hands on them, it, it just seems... As I say, lazy, lazy matchmaking and marquee matchups. To be honest with you, I can't can't disagree too much on that. Um, I don't know if it's lazy. I don't know if it's got something to do with um, with those upgrade packs being out as well. Whether they don't want people having too much fodder to be able to throw into them, perhaps. Yeah, it's just uh, the last two seasons. I would say that the, the teams have been fairly bog standard. You know, you will get the, the one at the end. What the very first ones always, you know, a smaller league, and then probably. You know, the other three are all big ones, but, you know, some big games in other leagues that could be worth a mention, not just always going with the big, the big five as such. It was more, much more fun earlier, mm -hmm. oh, earlier FIFAs to do those. Uh, and, of course, the packs were so much more fun as well. So, um... yeah, I mean, let's say, don't be negative, that's for sure. Uh, that's not what we do in this pod, but no, it, it just feels that, that it's just a, an afterthought now that they, they pump it out on a Thursday 
and forget about it. And as you say, some of those leagues now, those players just don't, don't matter. You know, there used to be, you know, look for the Orlando Pirates at, uh, when they used to have Scream, you know, at that time and, and uh, Halloween stuff and all that used to be exciting. And then you'd try and guess, oh, there's a wolf on that badge. Would you think that'll come up? But even that just seems that that's fell by the wayside as well. Yeah, wow. I remember, remember people trying to find out stuff on clues and stuff. And, they were really uh-huh. cool. and you could, of course, make coins that way as well. But uh, all those things have changed this year. I think with trading, uh, you have really actively gone in to try to uh, make it a little bit harder to, to trade than it was before. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, uh, people have to be very creative. <laughs> well, look. I mean, look, look. At least it's there. If you do want to get your hold, get hold of a few packs uh, to crack into for this second Future Stars team. The option is there. So not as great as usual. But then, as I said, if you wait, especially till the sort of start of next week, it's going to be cheaper to do, and you know, it might be worth sticking your hand in and, and taking a chance. But speaking of taking a chance and rewards, uh, Ingvi, I know you didn't play weekend league. I didn't play weekend league, but Chris, you did. So come on. Who is, how many, did you get two Varans? Just the one? Yep. No, I got two Varans. Uh, yeah, thought so. Uh, he, he slipped through the net. I ended up taking Lindegaard. Is it Lindegaard? <laughs> the United player who's resurging at day West Ham. And then, of course, you always get a goalkeeper. So the choice between uh, the guy who plays for Galatasaray, I won't murder his name, with my Scottish accent, <laughs> and uh, Perrin. <laughs> Reggie Perrin, uh, who plays in Italy. So I took him, you know. <laughs> straight into the team, I'm sure, both of them. <laughs> oh, I straight in, straight away. I couldn't, I, I was, it was great this morning because I woke up to frozen pipes in our uh, shower, which then flooded the bathroom. So <laughs> I was trying to pick my red picks as well as I've wet towels in my hand. So it was a great start for the morning. Um, um, that's how cold it's been here. The absolute heat of those red picks, I'm sure. Oh, unfreezing that, the pipes. Uh, yeah, it was brilliant. It was unbelievable. I just could not believe it. And that, you know, Reggie Perrin is right in my team and he's going to rock Weekend League. Um, <laughs> I have to say, if you play Weekend League for awards, you're, you're going to be disappointed. I mean, I, I, I played the competition. Yeah, and, and that's it. Again, we don't want to be negative. I, I watched several content creators open their picks this morning uh, and I didn't, you know, lots of them obviously opened top 100, top 200 rewards. Didn't see a Varane in there. So, um you know, we, we had a big discussion about rewards, uh, myself and Chris, on last week's show. So let's not overtread new ground. But you didn't get the cards you want. And if you did, uh, you are lucky. And please tell me how you did it. Um, so moving swiftly on then, mentioned the red picks and the players you could get in there. Chris has already given glowing reviews of two of them. But gentlemen, there were several decent, very decent players in this team of the week. Uh, Ingvi, who stood out to you? Well, that, uh, well, we have Varane, of course, uh, probably the one that everybody kind of noticed first. <laughs> and yep. of, yeah, and we have, of course, uh, Sterling Depay and Kim Pemba, the next one, next batch, I think. And of course, uh, the Scottish parent as well. <laughs> 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 but there are maybe some hidden, kind of hidden games as well, though. Uh, that uh, Morales, uh, left midfielder, could uh, do a job wide, and uh, Cam and a centre forward and a striker probably as well. Uh, and he's very cheap, 84 rated. Ma- uh, Maxi Morales, is that his name, I think? Uh, well. Jose Luis Morales Nogales is his name. He plays for Levante. And that looks like a quite well-rounded card, actually, and so cheap, uh, with good stats all over. He's quite an EA favourite, isn't he? He does crop up a fair bit. Yeah, he had some flashback last year, I think, but really good. Mm -hmm. But if you throw a finisher on him, he's... uh, Left winger, left forward, centre forward, 91 rated. So with 97 positioning, 99 finishing, 95 shot power, 92 agility, 90 balance, 99 dribbling, when 89 composure as well, and 91 curve. So as I said, you can use him wide as well. Uh, if you put an engine on him, he gets uh, 95 crossing, 90 short passing, 99 curve. 
with the 96 acceleration, 96 sprint speed, and 95 balance and 99 dripping. So uh, he's a little bit of a, I think, undervalued card at least. Uh, with four star skill, with four star weak foot, high medium work rate. So it's perfect to play wide or any attacking position, really. Yeah, I think the Depay, the Depay one is a card that I was kind of gutted to miss out on because I have his, uh, I think his 87 one, which I did get a red pick. Here's me complaining about Weekend League. And he is just a menace for other teams because he just seems to be everywhere. Yeah. He's, he's all action type of player. And as I say, I'll be a bit gutted that I didn't get him. I think he's a, he's excellent. And also, yeah, the, yeah. sorry, go on, Levy. Uh, I've heard lots of people getting that Luke Shaw card to use him as a centre back. So, <laughs> of course, in five three two. If so you if, have you even got a team if you've not got a full back in your back line these days? Well, I have a right back and left back in my team, but they play left back and right back. <laughs> oh, so, you traditionalist, you! I'm old school. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah. I prefer using uh, as many players possible in their right position. Uh, of course, it's nice to have the pace uh, as a centre back, but when I've, I've, of course, I had to try in the name of science uh, to see how it works, like with uh, Kleiber and Tavernier and stuff like that uh, as a centre back, and doesn't fit my style at all. Uh, my defending is bad originally. And with these guys running out of position all the time, uh, oh my God, that's, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's something I think for EA obviously to look at for FIFA 22 or if they can do something for here because it shouldn't be that way. Um, centre-backs should be the people you want to play at centre-back. Um, there should be a noticeable difference between a full-back and a centre-back because you, you know, obviously you do get them doing a job in real football and, and moving over there, but you don't often see them you know, regularly in those slots. So there should be some sort of noticeable penalty, whether it's defensive awareness or, or marking, something to make you go, oh, I don't really want to. Otherwise, you will just get into a situation of, oh, he's got max pace, he's a defender, let's chuck him there. Yeah. I mean, if you look at some of the, the great centre-backs, you know, I mean, I'm, I, what I always think about is John Terry. He wasn't lightning quick, was he? But he, no. he positioned himself in a way that he didn't have to be lightning quick, you know, you know, for that point of view. And I think that either either they have to boost the centre back pace, which then kind of you know, not realistic, which is strange to say in a computer game, but it isn't realistic that way if you're you know ninety nine pace centre back, or they have to somehow. And I know it's really difficult to do. It's like you know up front playing Alan Shearer, great striker, doesn't he work in the game because no quick enough. It's how you get that imagination into the game or the, that kind of defensive nuance that the guys have that made him a great centre-back. Well, they had kind of promised that in the summer, didn't they? They promised these custom sort of runs. They were very much highlighting the fact that, oh, you know, Aguero will keep himself onside and make good runs on his own. Um, and, you know, defenders will make blocks for their own because they've got certain animations and everyone was panicking about how good Van Dijk was going to be. But how often do you see Van Dyke anymore? You know, how, how have we got to a situation where he's the man who's widely regarded as the best defender in Europe isn't being used in favour of 83 Joe Gomez? Yeah, because Joe Gomez is so much quicker and more nimble. Mm -hmm. and, and, and I feel sorry, a little bit sorry for EA because it is, you're talking about like kind of artificial intelligence a little bit as well, you know, because that's, that's the issue is, to say he likes a Shearer, you know, there's been very few better English Premiership strikers than Alan Shearer, but you never see him in the game. And no, that that doesn't, you know, if you're a traditional football fan, then that doesn't sit well. No, agreed. But again, let's let let's stay on the positive front because it is it is a nice team. I mean, so looking at the prices, you've got Varane, who's these are all Xbox prices. So you've got Varane coming in just under 800,000, Sterling's about 550. Kimpembe coming in at around 300, Depay just over 250. Then you got a, uh, oh, oh, I can't, you can never pronounce this guy's name. Oyazabal? Oyazabal? Oyazabal. Oyazabal. There you go. Thank you, Ingby. He's 50, <laughs> he's 50 grand. Uh, then you've got Luke Shaw at 37,000. And then you, the real rogue of the group, your silver team of the week player, Dion Charles, who comes in at 30,000. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Those guys are very every week. They are very expensive. But can <laughs> can can you guys pronounce the guy uh, that plays the center midfielder in team of the week that plays for uh, FC Köln in Germany? It's, it's, the three first letters are quite easy, but uh, it looks like somebody just hammered the keyboard and uh, I don't know how you pronouncing. Breshev, because or something. He has it's, a good, it's a name that will get you a good score in Scrabble. Yeah, uh, people were thinking that he might be in a silver star, uh, but of or a silver inform, uh, but uh, he got a seventy-eight rated card though. And uh, if he was a silver player, I think more would actually use him because there are a few Bundesliga inform already for the silver stars. So. Uh, that would have been cool, at least. Uh, but uh, yeah, no silver stars this week, of course, because it is the end of the season. And throughout the game so far, we haven't had a silver stars um, on no. the week the season ends. No. So uh, well, you also have the the future star Jesse Lingard uh, in this team of the week. <laughs> Everybody's joking about him being a future star, but uh, he really started well for West Ham, and of course, he deserved to be in the team of the week, uh, 81 rated. So, it's going to be interesting to see if he can continue that for West Ham. Is West Ham need, uh, need him if he's uh, creating goals and scoring goals? That's going to be good for them. So, uh, it's a little bit interesting that he suddenly blossoms when he changes club, which is cool as well. Absolutely. Well, the, the card that I like the I like the look of the most out of it is that Raheem Sterling card because his gold um, felt really nice. Yes, you've got the problem with the weak foot, but he's so quick and nimble. And, and yeah. the fact that EA highlighted Sterling when they were talking about custom animations and dribbling tells you that there is some secret source in that card because they wouldn't hype it up if it wasn't. So I I think that guy could be a menace. Yeah, I've seen the 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 guy that that I like his uh, reviews. The silent guy I call him, this DCPHD on YouTube. Uh, the goals he scores uh, with the Sterling card and uh, really cool. And he's, he looks extremely fast and nimble. And it, I think Sterling has the custom uh, um, animations as well, a unique body type. So uh, I think that helps as well. Uh, so I think uh, I'm surprised that it's already down to 455k on Xbox and 505 uh, on PS4. He was nine over 900 last night. So uh, he was 550 about an hour ago when I was prepping the show. So he's he's yeah. dropping and dropping. Yeah. So uh, he might be quite uh, decently uh, priced uh, during the weekend if we get some more lightning rounds. And a very interesting card. Uh, of course, he links to the Wayne Rooney end of an era card as well, for example. Yeah, and you're, paying a, you're paying a good £250,000 pounds, coins, <laughs> should I say, yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> if, if you want to try and get him through FIFA points, maybe. Um <laughs> Paying an extra two hundred and twenty thousand coins if you want to upgrade on his team with the group stage card is yeah. the only pause for thought. Yeah, that's a good point though. Uh, there are some differences, but not a little bit better shooting and finishing. Uh, but other than that, it's like plus one from uh, well a few more on the passing. Uh, but I don't think that the 90 card will be uh, that far away from the uh, group stages one. Yeah, it's a couple of points on shot power, finishing. The, the biggest one is actually positioning. You, you lose, is up three points on that 89 group stage yeah. card. Um, lots of others are just minus one. So still a good card. I like it. Um, I would very much like to pack him in the next few days. It's one of those cards that I think you dream of getting untradeable. Yeah, so you get a great chance to try him out without the pressure of worrying about his price. Yeah, that's a good point, Chris. Anyone uh, else before we move on? I just want to reiterate: I'd keep my own the pie. I think um, you know, eighty-eight, and if his price comes down to below maybe the two hundred, I think he's he's well worth buying. He is a menace. 
in the game. He's one of these players who reminds me a little bit like Maradona. He just seems to be everywhere when he's involved. Um, as I say, he's 87, still plays in weekend league for me as a super sub, and he, he does with that pace that he's got. Don't worry about his weak foot. He's got the outside shot. And uh, he's got five star five star skill moves, I'm sure, as well. Um yeah. If if you like a good fun card, he's definitely one of them. Yeah, and a good way to get Kleiber in your team if um if you've not got on with Robin, you can sort of work him in to give uh, Kleiber a bit of chemistry as well. Yeah. Right. I think that wrap just about wraps up team of the week twenty. It was a day late, people, but hopefully we we've done it justice. Um <laughs> The answer to the quiz question earlier, by the way, guys, do you know who the lowest rated players in FIFA are? No. So no. Does it? I, no. I can tell you that they are 47 rated. Okay. And this quiz question is a good example of why, as a host, you should do research before the show starts and then not try and do it on the fly. Because um, I dare not pronounce... <laughs> majority of these names um there are 11 players rated 47 and the vast majority of them come from the csl so given that i cannot pronounce their names very well i will tell you that the other some of them include ronan mckinley from the uh, league of ireland and his good friend patrick ferry his uh derry city teammate so sorry guys i'm singling you out you are the unofficially unfortunately the lowest rated players in fifa uh, yeah, somebody has to be the lowest rated. So before we wrap up, then Chris, you've got a plan, and yes. we're calling this plan. Do you, want, do you want to tell you what we're calling this plan? Make rivals great again. I've got the hats made up. Hopefully, we're in the foot store, foot review store soon. Um, it just it's a mode. I think that I don't know if MD plays it through the week, really, other than possibly tonight, because of the 30-game limit. And uh, I don't know if you guys play Rivals through the week. I don't know. I do, only because uh, I don't get to play weekendly very often. So I actually have matches in hand. But mm -hmm. I'm very much an exception rather than the uh, the norm, I think. I don't know. But you, Envy, are you the same? Are you... I play uh, Rivals, yes. Mm -hmm. I, I just... I, Anybody I speak to, we've we, we got some friends who do have a, a group WhatsApp chat on FIFA. Nobody plays Rivals through the week now. And I think the 30-game limit, while it was a good idea to start with, has probably seen the end of Rivals for most people because if they play weekend league, if you play Thursday night Rivals, you've probably hit, you hit your 30 fairly quick. And I think this week at Division 2, I came uh, rank 1 with just, over, just under 13,000 points. And it just seems a bit strange in the days gone by. It used to be up the, up the high 20s, you know, 25. And I get the fact as well as that people can't necessarily play all the time. So it's unfair in them that they're left out. So my feeling was, why don't they have a situation where it's... Now, this is, again, this is another uh, EA. We're giving you another good idea. You still owe us for the clans. So we're waiting, yes. for our, we're waiting for our red picks to come in that as well. So you owe us for last week. Um, so we give you this idea is have an average points for the number of games. So if you, so, say for instance the the minimum is fifteen games, but then it's an average points, no accumulation of points, but an average points. And then what happens is people who play weekend league will have an average of four hundred. Great, fine. But people who play rivals and win, they'll have a higher average, and then that then puts them into a higher rank as well. And that stops people complaining about the fact that I can't play so many games. So people who can got an advantage. And the people who want to play a lot of games aren't disadvantaged by the 30-game limit. Like it. I agree. That's a really good idea. I, I think it would incentivize you to, yeah, so you then, yeah, if you only play 15, if you've only got time for your 15 games and you, you, know, you average 500 points a game, great. And if you don't, fantastic. Yeah. It, it's, the only thing is, again, does it, it does it incentivize you to keep playing because I suppose you know once you played your 15 20 games it's going to be harder and harder to get your average up or down I suppose I take that on board you know and it's trying to you know fall so that it helps everybody the guys who can't play a lot but the thing is I think John said it as you know he's found that people who play objectives through the week then struggle in weekend league because you're trying to play the game like you play objectives and so your game, your gameplay isn't there. So but I think playing, 
Sorry, go on. No, I was just going to say, I think people, when they play objectives, you play golden goal, for instance, you're not playing full games. And then you go to weekend league and you find your game suffering because you're like, wait a minute, you know, I'm not playing Max Kem. What's happening here? But is there not the, the deeper issue? We touched on it last week of why people don't want to play the game to just play the game. Because EA would argue that there is a point to play rivals throughout the rest of the week because you can still go up and down your division. So it's no different to, say, five, six years ago when everyone was playing Seasons in that, you know, the, the idea is that, okay, you can't contribute towards your rewards anymore, but you've still got that, you know, wanting to get a higher skill rating or wanting to get into a new division. So, you know, the counter-argument from EA would be that, well, we've, you've still got a reason to play rivals. You shouldn't just be playing to get cards, if that makes sense. So I suppose the question is, why did they bring the cap in? Is because most people don't play throughout the week? Then, then EA have to ask themselves, why are people not playing through the week? I mean, they are the premier football game, you know, out there. So why are people not desperate to play rivals through the week? What's the reason then that they brought this cap in? You know, that's because that actually stops you wanting to play, a, 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 you know, a mode in the game. Yeah, I believe, and Ingvi, you might, you, you are the encyclopedia, so you'll probably have a better idea than me. I believe in the preseason pitch notes, they did say it was to do with giving players who can't play as much the chance to get into those top ranks because it was a case, like you say, of if you wanted to get into rank one, you had to just have so much time on your hands. Whereas, you know, your average Joe, you know, such as myself that might only have an hour or two a day to play would never be able to get there. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah I think it depends on what, what side of the argument you're on. If you're on the less than 30 game argument, then you think it's brilliant. If you're one of the people who like to play more, want to play through the week, then you're probably against, you know, the cap. And so I'm just trying to look for a way that potentially would help both people, you know, from that point of view. Ingvi, any thoughts? Yeah, it's it's like you get kind of get punished if you play uh, if you're in Division One and you don't play uh, quite a bit of rivals before you start weekend league and you play the thirty weekend league matches, you will not get rank one from what I've heard, and that's a little bit uh, annoying as well because that would say that if you are in Division uh, Division Four rank one which is not that difficult to get uh, at all. You will get more uh, coins and pack better packs than if you <laughs> it's in, are in Division 1. So that's a little bit strange as well because you should be rewarded for grinding Division 1 because that's not easy. <laughs> so uh, that's probably why people relegate as well. Uh, they get better rewards by just staying in Division 4 and getting ranked there and get more coins and better packs depending on what they want. I think the problem is that I, I think that I think that everybody's sort of right here in that, but I think that the main issue was the fact that the whole well how do we implement the points from weekend league is where the whole system fell down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because for the first couple of weeks before weekend league I don't think anybody was really that bothered about it um, and I'll just quickly I've, I've found the patch notes uh, the pitch notes sorry that uh, EA said so they said as mentioned earlier another change that we're implementing this year is a cap on the number of games that will contribute to weekly score accumulation in division rivals this change is being made after seeing positive results in squad battles as a way to ensure that those who play in the division rivals weekly competition have a more predictable experience week to week now, after completing your first 30 games of Rivals, the matches will stop adding to your weekly score. Through this change, players who play Rivals more than 30 times per week can continue to make progress against objectives and higher skill ratings and climb to new divisions, but they won't make it harder for players with tighter play schedules to compete in the weekly leaderboard. Again, then, you're punishing people who play your game more. Yeah. So the people who actually are playing your game more are, are being uh, disincentivized. Uh, to, to, to not play the game. So... I think from a health and safety standpoint, I think because if you want the best rewards, you have to play 90 games a week. You have to play 30 games a weekend league, 30 games of rivals and 30 games of squad battles. Playing 90 games a week, I don't look at everyone. It's each their own if you've got that time and it's how you enjoy mm-hmm. it. But I think that's a lot of games to ask people to play. 
Well, I mean, how many games is in squad? But I think it's 40 games, isn't it? Oh, it's 40, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So it's 100. Yeah, it's 40, 40 games to play. I, I don't think many people go, you know, top 200 in squad battle. And if you do, you know, good on you. But if you go top 200 in squad battles and then you go top 200 a week in league, then you are <laughs> fair play to you because you must spend almost every waking minute playing FIFA. Yeah, I think uh, people play usually rivals and weekend league and there may mm. be a few uh, squad battle matches or people yeah. play all the squad battle matches and maybe a few in weekend league maybe a few in rivals depending on objectives so uh it's a little bit of uh difference there i don't i don't know many that play all of those matches to no. be honest but, uh, there are some of course uh but uh when you have family business to attend as well, it's not uh, going to be very popular at home if you spend all your time playing FIFA. <laughs> well, I think I think this is where y your plan comes in comes in, Chris. Because I, mm -hmm. I I think having an average again, I think does I think that evens the playing field in a way that it looks like EA wanted to do because it does then mean you don't have to play all those games to get the top ranking. But you know, if you do want to keep rolling the dice, you, you've got more opportunities. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that the plan is completely, it's just something I was thinking about today. How would you make it so that, that both people, and I'm sure, you know, they could easily tweak, and if people have a, you know, an idea how to tweak it, let us know in the Discord. You know, it'd be great to have a, a chat about it, and we'll, we'll you know, we'll air your, your views or leave us a, you know, a message on how, if people who used to play Rivals, what do they do now through the week? It'd be great to know what those guys do. Do they just do objectives, or do they just play Rivals intermittently as uh, as opposed to playing it you know most nights do you think you would play more rivals if the gameplay was i think i would play more rivals if there was an incentive to play more rivals i i you know i would prefer to play rivals through the week because i, I would I enjoy weekend league the competitive edge of weekend league you know and that's why for me i just find that it, playing objectives dulls weekend league for me at the start the blade's not sharp yeah, we've got a comment in our uh, podcast live chat from Nishant. Uh, of course, if you are a Patreon member to this hearty podcast, you get access to our Patreon. Uh, sorry, you get access to our Discord where you can listen to live recordings of this show. And Nishant has said he still plays Rivals. He's got 85 games gone this week. That Whoa. is a lot of Rivals. That is a lot of Rivals. Fair play, Nishant. Take my heart off to you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about you, Ingvi? Is it is it a case of, I mean, you say you still play rivals. Is that because you just enjoy the game? Yeah, and I do objectives, but of course, all of the objectives are not in uh, are not in rivals. But I, I t before the weekend league, I prefer to play rivals uh, to test out my team towards the weekend league. But I don't have the same motivation when I don't have kind of anything to play for to get rank one. For example, it's not the same. Uh, it's not the same motivation as when you have to kind of uh, win to be able to go up the ranks. But when you pass the 30 cap, then okay, then I, I can't get any better on the rank. So uh, it's not that important if I lose. But then you go into the weekend league maybe not as prepared as you would want to be. And I've seen that a few times uh, when I did the cap quite early because I played lots weekend league before and then it's like halfway through the week and then weekend league hits and then an awful start so uh, it affects my play and sometimes okay there's nothing to play for in rivals so I'm not gonna even bother to turn on the Xbox as well so uh, because I won't lose anything and there's nothing to play for so why should I do it I've done the objectives as well so which it's is just... a shame it's a shame it's yeah. like yeah it's it's just fascinating to me, and I know Chris, me and you were talking last week about things that you've sort of noticed. For myself being a relative newcomer to foot, and I just find it again fascinating that we've almost been so indoctrinated into you have to play for rewards that playing a competitive game mode with a team that you've spent you know hours and hours building just doesn't appeal simply because there's no reward on the line. Again, to compare it to another game, you know, if you wanted to play Warzone or whatever you, you play warzone for the fun of playing warzone I, you know I, I you know you get certain you know perks and whatnot from it but generally it's because you enjoy playing the game it's just again interesting to me that 
so many of us, and I include myself in this, have gotten away from playing rivals because there's no rewards to it, rather than just going, well, I just want to play a game of football against somebody. That makes sense. I mean, I mean, the truth of the matter is, if EA come away right now and says, what we're going to do for FIFA, the next version of FIFA is, we're going to guarantee you an icon, but you have to pay for the game up front just now, say £150, something like that, for instance. A lot of people would do that. We don't yeah. even know what the game's like. We buy the game, you know, and I, I, you know, I bought the game that I want to watch, and bought the, the, you know, the biggest version without actually knowing what the game's like, because it's the game that I play, and you, you trust the is It's not going to be too terrible a game, but you just, you, you know, ultimately at the end of the day, I'll buy the next version of FIFA before I even know how good the game is, which would be unlike any other game would buy. One of the one of the YouTubers, it's uh, the Burnley fans. Is it Vizier? I pronounce, always struggle to pronounce his name, what his actual skin room. But anyway, him, he did a video a few weeks ago looking at the, the real decline in seasons. I mean, how many people even know seasons still exist? I know it's, it's a, but I haven't played it at all this year. But they, they used to be, he, did, he looked at the leaderboards, there used to be hundreds of thousands of people playing just to get into, you know, people playing with Liverpool or Barcelona, Real Madrid, whoever it was, just to, you know, pit their wits and compete. And now it's a ghost town. I think he looked and, you know, you're talking in the singles or tens of thousands rather than hundreds of thousands. I'll yeah. be honest with you, I didn't even know that game mode existed. <laughs> Sadly, I don't, I don't remember it. I may be my old age. The gameplay feels different in uh, seasons as well compared to foot. So if you play lots of seasons and then go to foot and try to play uh, Rivals and Weekend League, it's like kind of you have to learn a new game again. So that's. Uh, that also affects your performance in weekend league. Uh, it plays different, uh, maybe a little bit slower than uh, foot as well. So, and of course, uh, I think before you could unlock things by playing uh, in uh, seasons as well. You could get, you know, the footballs and uh, yeah. some uh, classic kits were cool that you could use in ultimate team and stuff like that. And of course, it would be a little bit more attractive to try other modes as well. Uh, so. That went away as well. So, Along with the, the catalog, it went as well, didn't yeah, it? The catalog yeah, went. The, the catalog thing, I, I would meant, yeah. Yeah, it was, you know, you could get a boost to a player, or you could actually give it to friends sometimes, couldn't you? Some of the boosts you could actually give to friends if you wanted to share with someone. You know, that yeah. was part of the, the game. So, Coin boost. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, as I say, I, I'm not being negative. I just thought of a way that would maybe improve the game. I don't want to come across as at all being negative. I just think that would maybe help both people, both sides of the, the argument the people who can play the 30 and those who want to play slightly more. No, and, and I think, you know, we're obviously a podcast that very much promotes the positivity. Mm. I think putting forward suggestions and constructive criticisms is, is the way of positivity. We're not just saying, our oh, rivals is beyond repair. It's awful. I don't want to ever play a game of it. No, I have fun playing rivals, but of course it's more interesting when you have something on the line. Agreed. Agreed. Um, Chris, as is your idea, anything else to add before we uh, we put down the manifesto for Make Rivals Great Again? No, I'm sure we'll think of something next week or the week after. <laughs> you know, but as I say, if MD's on Discord who has an idea that they, they maybe don't come on the pod, they'd like us to bring it forward and put forward as an argument, please let us know. I'm sure we'd love to talk about it. Yeah, I'll put the uh, I'll put the question out on uh, on Twitter when we when promote, promote this episode, and we'll we'll see if we get any responses. And maybe John Ningvi can have a chat about it tomorrow, or or we can have a chat if we're back on next week. Um, this this Thursday show is becoming uh, the 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 deep, the deep dive. Yeah, <laughs> should be the show every week. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> a long episode. Sorry. Guys. Yes. No, well, yeah, as I said, hopefully, you know, we try and cater for everybody. So hopefully you've enjoyed it. Uh, I'll just say Nishant as well as said, he would pay £199 for a prime Cantonar up front. So uh, there you go, EA. If you want £203, that is, uh, that is one way to get it. So again, if you want, you can head over to uh, and join our Patreon at uh, patreon.com forward slash foot in review. Subscribe. I think the the lowest tier starts at around about £3 a month and that gets you access to all the goodies, discount on coaching and lots more uh, and helps the show grow, gives us new tools and bits and pieces. So for everyone who is currently a subscriber, thank you very much. And if you're on the fence, get involved. But gentlemen, thank you both very much for joining me this week. Will either of you be dabbling in this week's Weekend League? Nope. 
of course. Unfortunately, of course. You're a brave man. <laughs> yeah. Ingvi, why, why are you stepping out this week? Uh, same reason as last, uh, grinding uh, objectives, and we get the Future Stars uh, Academy players. So that's going to be fun. And uh, I sold all, most of my players worth anything as well. So Because I, I'm not going to use my main team anyway, so I'm not sitting on players uh, that might drop as well. So I took the profit I could get, and uh, I would probably have to rebuild a little bit uh, with the teams for unlocking those players in the week, and if and if I can swap starts as well, then of course I should have more than enough stuff to have uh, fun with during the weekend, anyways. So I want to, I won't play weekend league to get some eighty-two rated red inform that I don't need for my team. Fair enough. I it's, uh, I I won't be playing again. My uh, personal circumstances mean I I just will not have the time. And I've joined you. I've I've sold up shop. Players that have been with my club for months now have, have made their way to pastures new, even road to the final Renato Sanchez, which I was really on the fence about because if he gets that upgrade, he was going to jump in price. But I thought, no, let's, you know, I, I bought him at nearly five, less than 500K and sold him for over a million. So, um, wow. nice profit. Yeah. Well done, bud. Thank you. Well, I, I, I it was a no-brainer at the time. He's just—he's a great player, but it's one of those things where if you're not going to be playing competitively very much, I'm just going to sell up. I've got a nice big coin balance now, so when I can finally get back into weekend league, maybe around team of the season, I can have a little spending spree. Lovely, yeah. jubbly. Excellent. Right, well, let's wrap it up there. As mentioned, John and Ingvi will be back tomorrow. I may be joining you too. I'm not fully sure yet. Um, circumstances in, in my life with a, an impending baby arrival mean that at any moment I uh, could be off the schedule but I might well be back tomorrow but if not Ingvi I'm sure you and John will, will guide us through this new Future Stars team too absolutely indeed and remember you can follow us on Twitter at Foot in Review we are on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Foot in Review Chris where can people find you Discord underground Papa Mac as I say if you've got any ideas with rivals please let us know it would be great to hear them Yep, and Ingvi? Uh, they can find me on Twitter at Evgnoni, on the EA forums at uh, LittleLon95, and of course LittleLon95 on Discord. Yep, and you can find me at Wimby on Twitter, and again in the Discord here, and of course over at our friends at the Casual Foot Podcast. I'm pretty active over there as well. I think most of us are. I think uh, there's, there's quite a lot of intermingling. Find myself having conversations across multiple discords on <laughs> now and forgetting which one I'm in. So um, credit to those guys as well. Uh, go check out their podcast as well as our own. But that just about wraps up today's foot in review. Only one thing left to do, chaps. Drop it. Drop it. Drop it. Drop it. you F-F-F-F-U-T. F-U-T. T-T. In the view. F-U-T.